Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket, and we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Eric Strickland. Uh, Strick is back from Big Ten Media Days. Also, had a chance to step in there with uh, Fred Hoiberg and the guys this morning. Uh, we'll start with uh, Big Ten Media Days. What were your impressions? Did it live up to what you expected it to be? Very much so. I, I being, a, being a newcomer in this space, and, and I would say more so anything, being home again. You know what I'm saying? So being able to be available for things like that it's been a blessing to be back with the ticket and 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 us as a crew and as a team and as a unit i thought we went out there and 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 it was it was amazing the um the people that embraced the the other universities you know having be able to sit down with the michigan state players and Mm -hmm. have some conversations with the purdue players and 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 they were very engaging so that was that was pretty fun it was um, amazing to watch VJ work. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> VJ is like a natural vibe. When he shows up, the whole stadium knows he's in the building. And uh, not just, quite an introvert. He oh, he's not. He's not the introverted type. No. <laughs> um, um, you know, I, it's good to like CJ. You know, around Jay was very good with you know players and some of the coaches and. Getting a chance to engage with them. DP is DP. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how that is. Happy um, birthday, DP. Bro. Yeah, happy yeah birthday. shout out to shout DP. Out to DP. Yeah. He's going out to check out UFC down in Dallas. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be a good thing for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think it was good to see the players um, as well. Uh, got a chance to talk with Quentin Newsom. Um, you know, Vokalek was was pretty solid uh, on there. Garrett obviously stood stood tall. Um, they had to, you know, they got in early because they had to get back for they fan had, day. They had yeah. the fan day, so that 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 was one thing that was understandable. I was teasing. I saw Sheamus today at the at the gym for the basketball, oh, yeah. so I was teasing him on site, you know, because I was like, famous Sheamus, boy, I tell you what, he <laughs> he, he asked Stricky, he asked Stricky, anytime he asked Stricky for an interview, boy, I tell you, Stricky was available. He's like, Stricky, you know, I would have done it, man. You know, and we had to get back, and you know, the big boss had to get back, so we were all on the same plane. So you know, it was just one mm-hmm. of those things, but it was fun to joke with him and and uh, talk about that stuff. And everybody was just great, man. Um, the coaches were phenomenal. Great, great conversations. Great insight on what to expect out of the Big Ten this year. Um, of course, the leadership, uh, the commission did a wonderful job is um, explaining the vision and also evading <laughs> some some crazy questions that popped out on there. Well, and we also are pleased now to be joined by Brian Munson of On3 Sports. Brian, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Oh, we're not doing, doing right, too yeah. bad. Yeah, we're excited coming off Big Ten Media Days. Uh, we're just talking to Eric Strickland about that. Uh, did you learn anything? I mean, what was the prevailing takeaway for you from Big Ten Media Days? Um, you know, I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it live. I watched it in little bits and pieces and all the recordings. I don't know how much that stuff was really like cleaned up at all. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big Jackson Smith and Jigba fan from Ohio state. I, I think that, you know, having known him personally, watching him, I can tell you that dude is not the same dude I saw three years ago in high school, how, how mature he has become. Uh, as as a person, uh, and, and it's just it's just amazing to watch him kind of develop. But I mean, from the Nebraska stuff, I I 
thought that the answer that Scott Frost gave, you know, around the criticism that, that Coach Whipple has gotten from Narduzzi, it's, it was it was awesome. Um, I thought that was just such a terrific answer. But, I mean, other than that, it was great to hear Garrett Nelson kind of come out there because I think he gets really overlooked on that team as far as, like, just being a leader. And he is just a leader, like, all the way through to his core. Yeah, it was, it was great to see those guys out there. Did you have any problem with uh, Scott Frost not making an opening statement? That seemed to be, um, from the naysayers, the, the the problem for Big Ten Media Days. I, You know, um, I can see it a little bit of both ways. I think he answered all the questions, and he was very, very fair about it. I I think that the, I think to, if, if you had a problem with him not making a, an opening statement, my argument with you would be I listened to Fitzgerald and Fry, and, Fry and, and the coach from Indiana, his name is escaping me right now, and I know I definitely saw like a number of other opening statements. I got nothing out of them. There was nothing really to kind of just grab and say, oh, that's newsworthy, you know, I'm going to write about that tomorrow. There, there wasn't any statement like that that really came out as part of the, any of the prepared or winged opening statements by any of those coaches other than, like, hey, you know, I love it here at Lucas Oil Field, and, and we want to make it here, you know, obviously to play in the, the Big Ten Championship. There there really wasn't anything else, like, from anybody that I just felt like, oh, that was that was really good stuff. I, I felt like I felt like the, the coaches were going to get asked the questions that needed to be answered, that the, that the media had to ask them, and might as well go ahead and just get down to business. Brian Munson of On3 joining us right here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, I, what do you think, as, as camp opens, what do you think is like the biggest project or the biggest thing to get done before Northwestern that maybe wasn't quite you know finished or, or quite where it needs to be um, coming out of spring ball? Is there one, one item or <laughs> Several can, I, can I give you a whole bunch? I mean, honestly, I think that you know quarterback is still that, that one – Thing that everybody has, has kind of circled, you know. I, I I think that some of the comments obviously are is that is that Casey Thompson is, you know, is, is going into the fall camp as as the projected starter, and I think it has to be very helpful to the coaching staff to have some confidence in a guy like that, given you know what you're, you know, Adrian no longer being there. But I, I know guys like Purdy, you know, they want to they want to mix it up, and I think that that really what makes everybody better, particularly at that position of quarterback, is having some sort of a competitive environment each day when you go into practice. Guys need to be competing against one at once one another and, and they need to be compared. And I, I think that that's all that Purdy is kind of looking for. I think the big overriding though thing that, that still to me is Nebraska, you know, wins a number of ball games last year. If they can just be better at it, it's still special teams. Um, and I, I think it's that it's that one thing right there in special teams that's still like the overall deal. It's like Nebraska has a lot of work that has to happen there. They, they went out there and they addressed it by, by getting specialists. They went out there and got one of the best, you know, punt returners to, to, or just returners in general to be in Lincoln in a long time. Um, so I think that they've, they've got the right parts. They've just got to kind of put it all together and be, and be effective there and uh, not have some of the silly mistakes and, and some of the breakdowns that they did last year. If they, if they can kind of get that part knocked out and, and Whipple's offense can score points, I think that they have to feel a lot better about this season going into it. And obviously they, they feel pretty good, too, about where they are in their recruiting class, um, and, and they have to. I mean, they've got a large number of guys there. I'm not trying to project anything, but I'm just saying, you know, we all kind of know how this season could play out. 
Um, what's a uh, I, I, I guess uh, what portion of that class uh, do you feel like? Because a lot of it's in-state Nebraska kids. Do you feel like um, if something did happen and, and there were moves to be made, um, that a heavy portion of that class would would be kind of you know want to you know committed to Nebraska rather than a particular coaching staff? Well, I think that a lot more of these guys this year than in years past, I think, have tremendous uh, coaching uh, relationships with the current coaching staff. If you look at where these guys are coming from, Texas, Coach Applewhite, Louisiana, Coach Joseph, Coach Applewhite, um, you know, and where the guys are kind of being recruited out of, you know, uh, Coach Whipple going into Massachusetts, getting his quarterback, um, you know, guy like, a guy like uh, uh, Ashley Williams, obviously down in Louisiana, and Cameron Lenhart down in down in Florida. Those guys are all being kind of tied back to the the, the coaches and Bill Bush in Kansas City, you know, and and, and uh, with Jaden Doss and and obviously Coach Joseph and, and what he means to a guy like Malachi Coleman. Um, this this year, probably more uh, prominently than, uh, than than in other years in the past. Those guys are, are definitely more into how the coaches are approaching them, the, 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 the pitches that they're getting, the, the amount of attention, the amount of communication. It's really selling them on the idea of Nebraska. And, and I think that that's part of the overall thing that, that Coach Frost and, and Vince Ginta and the rest of that, uh, rest of that uh, supportive staff there in the recruitment. sure that they – that they get the guys in the boat that they want and they continue to recruit those guys. And, and I think that those guys are have felt the love up to their commitment, and I think they're still feeling the love after and Brian, I saw too that Malachi Coleman moved his uh, date in which he is going to commit up to, I think, mid-October. Do you know what was kind yep. of the idea behind that? I don't. I, I got a little segment about it tomorrow in Tunnel Talk, and I'll give you a preview because I kind of, you know, it, it obviously tells me two things. Number one, Malachi feels pretty good about where it is that he's going to be headed. You don't blindly go ahead and move up your commitment date two months if you don't know where you where you want to go. So I think that things have come clearer to Malachi um, to go ahead and, and make that and make that decision. Um, more than more than that, you know, Malachi has had it in his hands, you know, or had the had the idea that he wants to make a fairly big commitment announcement, like like even to the point of probably including some sort of a, uh, a television broadcast or some sort of like coming in with like a live feed, whether that's local or he can get any other of the, of the national networks like like some of the other guys have been doing recently, like Jaden Green did, to go ahead and pick up that commitment. So I imagine that, that he was able to kind of get something worked out where he could he could probably get a date where it worked to, to get him some time to go ahead and make that announcement. I'm sure that we'll hear a lot more about that as we get closer to, to October. Uh, but I, I think that things have just come a little bit clearer to Malachi and we can go ahead and trim off the last couple, uh, six, eight weeks or whatever before he was going to make that announcement uh, off of his original date. He's Brian Munson of On3 joining us here on the Ticket Water Cooler. I've got another one for you, Brian. Um, I saw that I think it was Ashley Williams, but one of the one of the commits is, is still going to take a visit elsewhere. Um, I, I know that there's some coaching staffs that like to shut that down. Like if you're committed, you can't take your visits out there. Is Nebraska more lenient on that, or, or is this kind of a different situation this year, or is that kind of how it's been? 
You know, I, I think Ashley's backing off that idea right now. Mm. Um, and I know that I, I reported already today that Cameron Lenhart was supposedly going to get wrapped up and maybe taking a, a visit to Auburn this week, too. The, the, the fact of the matter is, just with Auburn, they have four commitments in their class. Their board is very, very dry. Um, and Ashley Williams has picked up an, an offer from Auburn, although Cameron Lenhart couldn't, you know, just like clearly state that he had an offer from Auburn. But it was it was very clear to him that they were going to continue to recruit him and recruit him hard because they could see him in the room and there was a lot of a lot of spaces that need to be filled after the season. Um, I, I think it's part of the game. I know that Nebraska has kind of uh, gone through it before in the past. I know that they don't like it because, because obviously it means you have some moving parts in your commitment group uh, as part of your recruiting class, but you want to keep that to a minimum. Um, and, and I think that it's just one of those things, though, sometimes, guys, where you get a guy and he says, look, these are three trips, and I'm going to go ahead and make those trips. I, I think Dwight Boodle is going to be in that in that boat. I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a trip to Northwestern, uh, mainly because it's it's in Chicago. It's, it's, a, it's one of those great places to kind of go. Maybe not necessarily a great atmosphere for a home game, but he can, he can see the – he can see the contrast there from when he goes to a game in Lincoln to where uh, he goes out there to Evanston and see how see what how different they are. He's Brian Munson of On Three Sports. Brian, we know you're busy. Thanks for carving out some time for us on the Ticket Water Cooler this week. All right, guys, be good. We'll see you. All right, we'll see you. There he goes, Brian Munson of On Three Sports. Once again, Eric Strickland in with us here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll wrap things up. Maybe talk a little bit of uh, Bryce Young's chances to repeat as Heisman. That uh, hasn't been done in a while. Only been done once all time. We'll talk about that coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.